Look, Tara's gonna take over the intro for Out of the Blocks. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Out of the Blocks with Jasmine Todd and Tara Davis Woodhall. Period. <laughs> Look, let, let me introduce Miss Tara Davis here, you guys. So this is our 2023 world champion silver medalist. We got so many more that, that are about to fall under this belt. So this is just the start. It was just the start for her, and we are going to continue on. But also, our one-time national champion. And I'm just go ahead and count it, even though it got taken away a little two from some two-time you know, two -time. Two indoor champion for Team USA. It's two times. I don't care that they took it away from you. At the end of the day, it's still two times, and you came and made sure that that thing was secured. Secured. So, so Kurt, so can we, we got to start off with the indoor season because yeah. man, why you pop off at USA's like that? Listen, I'm just trying to make my, make my moment. <laughs> um, honestly, truthfully, this whole like training season, I have been grinding like I've never grinded before. Um, I think getting second and Budapest was like a blessing in disguise because last year I was working hard, but I wasn't doing the last rep of abs and, you know, finishing that last rep of 150s as hard as I can. And it was just like, I was kind of going through the motion. Mm. Whereas this year I'm, you know, taking every rep and making it like my first rep or, you know, going to the extent of, doing a little bit extra abs if I wanted to. And so, I don't know, this year I'm just giving myself a chance and it's it's almost insane to like watch myself do this because I've never been that diehard track athlete. And um, this year I'm, you know, honing in on that. And um, I don't know, I just think it also comes with like my maturity in the sport and my age. I'm just turning 25 this year. So it's like, I feel like I'm getting older and like just trying to figure out the way of life a little bit. Maturing in the sport and we need it. You also went back to something that you were doing in college. We seen you step foot on the actual track, not on the <laughs> runway. You decided to do hurdles this indoor yeah. season. What was the thought process beside behind coming back to the hurdles? Um, well, I've been begging coach to let me hurdle since I had gotten to Arkansas and I really stopped hurdling because I had gotten injured pre like going into national championships um, at my senior year of college. And so like at regionals, I couldn't do hurdles because I, I just like strained my hamstring and I couldn't even like go over a hurdle. And so at regionals, I just did like a short approach from long jump. And I was like, okay, well I got, I'm in nationals and I had to medically like tell them, no, I'm not doing hurdles because I literally just could not do it. And so I kind of just like went with that throughout my year or like the last two months of my collegiate season, like no hurdles, switched to a new coach. Obviously, it's kind of hard to like, oh, are you a hurdler? Like, I'm a hurdler, but I went to the Olympics in long jump and it's, it's just like up in there. But this year I was like, please, like, let me do it. Just let me dabble and 
he finally was like, okay, fine. And I did it. And he was like, oh. I said, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I am that girl. But it also is just a really, really good training aspect with um, long jump. And it's almost the same takeoff for long jump if you're doing long jump correctly, where you're not dipping in that penultimate and you're running mm-hmm. off the board and you're running into the hurdle. Um, so that was just like really good training there and um, for speed and also for my mind. I, I get really bored with <laughs> <laughs> the sport I feel like I've been doing track and field since I was four years old and I've always had like three or four events and I just wanted to put my mind elsewhere and you know scare some people a little bit <laughs> look it's good to get that break so will we see you doing the 100 hurdles outdoors maybe I mean if if training goes well for the 100 hurdles that means I have to do like 250s like <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at seeing you in the hundred hurdles. Yeah, I think that last hurdle race I did, or my first hurdle race in like three years, I ran eight thirty, and dude, I went out the blocks and I just stayed like the same speed the entire way. Like I didn't even like speed up or slow down. I was like blackout, and I'm like, oh, okay, well that's not the right thing to show coach that I want to hurdle. <laughs> so I really went, that was supposed to speed up in there, but I just stayed the same. Just yeah, but I, I did do a mock race at practice and I ran 7-7. Seven, seven, so that was in the 60 hurdles. But, you know, we're just going to leave it at that and you're just going to continue to just pop off and long jump. Look, pop off in the long jump. We won't be mad seeing you over in the hurdles, too, because we're enjoying seeing you on the track. It's the entertainment for me. Oh, it's the entertainment for sure. (laughs) You bring the entertainment. You bring the joy. And I enjoy that. I hope everyone else enjoys it because we the views down over to the woman's long jump. And we needed that. We needed that spice again. Mm -hmm. So we got to go back to indoors because you went and jumped that 718. But it was after Jasmine went and jumped a, a six nine. Uh-huh. I looked down at the track and the moment that I seen your head nod after she jumped it and that mark was <laughs> announced was the moment I knew that you were about to jump something real crazy. What was going through your mind in that moment? Um, I was like, okay, let's play. <laughs> I literally said, okay, let's play. Just because I don't know. I was doing a lot of things I haven't been doing at practice on the meet day. And we're just like, what is going on? And I was just, I was bringing so much speed because it was just, I don't know, competition, adrenaline, you know. And um, on that jump, I was like, well, it's the fifth jump. So first, second, third jump, I was doing, I was turning over way too quickly. So I was getting to the board and like reaching for it and just like wasn't what we've been working on. Um, Third, fourth jump, I finally had dialed it back in, but I had scratched and then fell out of the jump, which was just not me. And then she did that 693, I think. And I was like, hey, we gotta, like, this is why we do this. This is, you are a competitor. And so I got on that runway. I said, okay, let's play. And I clapped 
And then I came back and I clapped again, like uh, onto the beat of my push. And I didn't, mm. like, I look, I look at the video and I'm like, oh my God, that's, that's the push beat. Like, cause that's my rhythm. And I let loose and I still turned over a little bit too quickly. And so I was about three inches, had three more inches on the board, which is mm-hmm. fine. But um, I don't know, it just kind of stuck and, I knew it was a big jump because I had never been that far in the pit. I was like, oh, God, (laughs) honey, we are deep in, we're on the other half of this thing. Like, this is wild. Um, So, yeah, that's where my reaction came from. And I told him, give it to me. Give it to me. Man, it was so, that was a beautiful jump to watch. And the whole process of it, that it was a fun competition to watch in general. I mean, I shouldn't have been watching, but (laughs) but that's okay it was it was fun to watch you and jazz go back and forth and now both of you guys are about to go out to to glasgow Mm -hmm. and do it all over again what is the mentality going out there for world indoors um honestly just to keep doing what you did at practice like i am not putting any pressure on myself um because i know if i do everything at least 80% 80% correct. It's going to be a good jump. Um, but I don't know. It's my first world indoors. And so I'm going to go in like a little kid be like, whoa, this is cool. <laughs> and just like, I don't know, just enjoy the moment. And, you know, Jazz is doing triple jump and long jump. And unfortunately, they're on the same day. So I. What? Yeah. 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 So I don't know what's going to happen in that situation but we'll see wait <laughs> I, I need to go look at the schedule okay well i don't so we're about to find out how that is about to play because Either it's the same day or it's the night before oh okay well this is noted something for me to look at <clears throat> i know and i think that means third place goes but who knows that is <laughs> I don't know who did that, but we're gonna we're gonna make sure stuff that. like that don't happen again because that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we have. I feel like there's enough long jumper, triple jumpers in the world that can double, and I just don't think that's fair. It's not. It's not, and I don't. <laughs> and props to them for even doing both because the triple jump is so hard on your body. Boy, okay. oh boy, Me. I do triple jump, like standing triple jump test. I was like, how <laughs> did I do this before? Why does that hurt? <laughs> if you were to triple jump right now, what do you think you would go? Oh, that second phase would probably get me, boy. <laughs> I probably can't even like. That second phase would probably collapse. I maybe go like forty-two feet. Forty-two, girl, that's still good. Okay, you could you could go make you some money at USA's. I what could. Too okay. It's that it's that long jump though. I'm gonna get all the distance in the long jump. <laughs> the first phase, I'm going so far. Everyone's about to be like, "Dang, I don't know what happened to her second phase, but that third phase." The third phase. <laughs> <laughs> You're also with a 
very elite group of jumpers. You're under Travis. Tra- Coach Trav just got everybody down there between Trav and down in Florida. What is your training environment like? Oh, I mean, it is grind all day. Like, we have, like, a whole different vibe this year than last year because we did get two second places. We mm. did have someone not finish triple jump because of an injury, which is, like, another, like, ugh, like I, I want that. So I feel that there is, like, and also Carrie McLeod, who slipped off the board, who couldn't finish because he had injured himself. But right. he tried to, but couldn't. So it's like we have like this vengeance and you can feel it in the group where it's like, oh, we come here every day to work hard. No one's slacking. Everyone is literally like, you give us something, we're going to do it. Mm. Where like as last year, you give us something and we not might finish a rep because we're just too tired or we're just this. Or we're like there's no excuses this year. And I, I'm thriving off that. And. I have Sandy Morris now who is a dog at pole vault and she's a dog in the weight room and dog on the track. Like she has me running bus. Okay. Like I'm trying to keep up with her. Like, I don't know. And having a female now where I can relate to as well as like, um, she's like a mentor and I'm, I'm watching her lift weights and we're like lifting the same thing. I'm like, okay, that I'm doing well. Like I'm, I'm in the right, you know, area of weight or I don't know so it's it's a good mind shift and mind change but also we all have the ability to turn off that mm. track that and just like all have a good time we all go bowling we all hang out in the house we all like we all like wine so it's just like a little community and family within us that's so cute. I saw y'all had a little Galentine's and I was like, dang, that looks so fun. I wish there was more girls in my group. <laughs> yes. And um, I'm not, I, I have my circle and like my little group of friends and um, Britain is part of my group of friends, but she has her own group of people too. Mm-hmm. And so um, finally going out and hanging out with other girls is just like, I always hang out with guys, which has just always been a thing, but hanging out with girls and having like that feminine energy and like, you could look cute and you can like, say like the other girls are cute and like it just like I don't know felt good the woman empowerment it looked like you guys had a good time and it looked like you guys definitely went in stepping cute oh yeah I was yeah everyone stepped I was like okay it's not the pajamas (laughs) all right (laughs) y'all were looking real good I love to see it and I'm I'm excited to see what your guys's group does because Again, you guys did come out with, unfortunately, the injury and then the two the two silver medals, which is still great. But I know we were always rooting for gold. We're always rooting for gold. And I think it was a blessing in disguise um, for those two silver medals because I know we're both still so young. Mm-hmm. And that sets the tone, especially going into the Olympic year. Now, like, you are in and you know what you can do. And we also got beat like off of our last jumps. Like, yeah, that, that's that's not gonna happen again. <laughs> like, mm-mm, we can, so basically yeah. be on the lookout for Tara, y'all. Okay, <laughs> the, the vengeance is real. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay, uh, duly noted. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I just had like one of the best practices I've had today, actually, in um a minute. So. 
That's also terrifying to hear because we've been watching your jumps and everybody is like, we're excited to watch Tara jump because her practices is going good. You could see she's going seven meters at practice. And so it's exciting to see you back on the track and kind of being able to put your fruits of the labor out there. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's like the coolest part. It's like, I have been working hard for so long. And like the coolest thing about working hard is the results and Coming off of 718, I immediately wanted to go back and work harder. Mm. And it's, I know it's not the end. And I know it's not like, that is not the furthest I can go. And I know I can go further. And I went hard in the weight room as hard as they would allow me to go. But I, <laughs> I, I've been like doing these things that like have put me in a position to be the professional athlete that like I have dreamed of being. I mean, let's talk about it because we know that you can go further. We saw this in, what, 2022, where unfortunately you didn't make the long jump final and you were having such a phenomenal season. I believe every athlete has a freakishly bad meet and yours just so happened to be at a bad time. Mm -hmm. But then you came out to Chula Vista and decided, <laughs> I'm going to show you guys what who I'm I, working yeah, on, who I yeah. am. You went out there and granted it was a little windy, but it was still a 720. So we know you can go further. Mm -hmm. And in seeing that in a moment like that, how were you able to come back with that type of intensity to put out numbers like that? I think it just is like all self within and just last year and this year I didn't put a goal and I'm a goal oriented person and I didn't set a goal because when you set a goal it's either you want to outdo that goal or that's what you want to hit and I have no expectations for myself and that is how I'm going to be able to get through this sport is like once I put an expectation on myself and I don't hit that expectation I'm devastated like at the end of the day, I'm devastated or I feel like as anyone, if they don't have that goal, they're upset that they didn't do it. So it's like allowing yourself to just be as free as possible and just not putting a mark out there, not putting those expectations on yourself so you can actually just do this free spirited and free minded. Which is probably not going to agree with a lot of people, but that just helps me. And you should be doing what works for you. Mm -hmm. at the end of the day so okay. now i want to kind of touch base on you've already made an olympic team but it was a very different unique olympic time and you you get to share that experience with everyone who made their respective teams it was during covid so you didn't have the audience you didn't have all the experiences that you could have you weren't able to really go see the other sports and interact with everyone as you would in a normal olympic year so going into this Olympics, what is the mindset or what do you think will be different? I think, well, last Olympics, I kind of forced myself, which might have been a mistake, to it's just another meet. It's just another meet. It's just another meet, which like I didn't want to get wrapped up on the name Olympics. Mm. And Sometimes I'm like, was that a mistake? And other times I'm like, well, there was no one there. So really, 
like how are you supposed to truly envision the Olympics when you're literally clapping to the stands of other coaches and they're just looking at you like it was wild but I think going into this next Olympics I I have a goal and the obviously the goal is to win but I have the goal to perform Mm. and to be myself and I lost that at the last Olympics because I was just like oh it's just another me it's just another me like just go out there and jump like but this year I've set myself up so well that like if I just go out there and just be myself and have fun and perform that's saying if I make the team I'm going to do whatever that is i.e medal or i.e win a gold medal like right it's I don't know I just have to like I'm just going in and like oh it's in Paris like I know those Paris Diamond Leagues stands are lit. That means this will be lit. And I'm like very, very excited for the culture of track and field to everyone experience that. But for the jumps and the field events, I feel like it's going to be even more special because we do, you know, hope the crowd is like involved and like we do feed off the crowd. So and I'm just hoping that like, shit hits fan <laughs> like, <laughs> I, am, I am hoping that like things go just well for everyone and it does, not even just me but just for the culture of track and field because it Absolutely. wasn't fun like watching the people run rounds with no energy in the stands and just from like an automatic clapping you could tell that it just drained everyone yeah I was like oh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> and then in tokyo they painted the um the stands like different colors to make it look like there's people in the stands and i'm just like oh my god i'm like looking in the stands i'm like are there people no, <laughs> people? I'm just kidding because <laughs> i saw they had the cutouts of people too <laughs> yeah like Come on, guys. Just put, <laughs> put a mask on. Come on. It's okay. Hopefully, Tokyo gets a do-over going into yeah. next year. So, yeah. it's hopefully, we'll get the road Yeah. I'm really sad that you guys didn't get that experience because Tokyo is a fun place. It is. Oh. And I actually um, ventured out. <laughs> I took a cab. <laughs> but I wasn't supposed to. I paid the guy. I'm like, please. He goes, what team are you on? I said, USA. He goes, oh, I can't take you. I said, please. Take me away. <laughs> Absolutely not. Sorry. Please do it. I'm like, here's some cash. Please. How much did you offer him? Whatever their $20 was. <laughs> that's all I had. <laughs> so let's get into some some spicy stuff. Because we've got a hot topic right now. Okay. And no, you just look, you just mentioned how you still had some room on the board going into your, your 7 8. Yeah. yeah. So we've got the new rule for those of you who aren't on social media at all and just oblivious <laughs> to the rest of the world. 
Um, they are talking about doing a jump zone. I can only speak so much because of my role in world athletics, but I do like hearing athletes input and how they feel about it. What are your thoughts? Yeah. On it? So first read. I'm like, Oh, interesting. Like, okay. But then I'm like, wait, <laughs> Every jump counts? No. Like, Every jump. Let, before, <laughs> let me help you. So you <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, I understand. Like, I'm like, this is my, I'm like, well, every jump counts? Like, okay, well, like, if they go over the marker, well, how do you, def how big is the board? Like, this is literally all of my things. I'm like. Good questions. So there, there's no foul line. I'm like, well, does that mean the board is going to be bigger? probably well how much bigger okay weird and then i'm like well how are we gonna watch that who's gonna watch that when you go to these high school meets i'm just like this does not make any sense to me i'm like how are we gonna change a rule that has been around for 150 years plus the whole point of long jump is to not go over the foul line like in a grand scheme of things, if you're trying to like explain it to like someone on the street, it's just like, it mind boggles me that that's what world athletics is trying to change right now. When like, there's so many other things that need to be changed in the sport. <laughs> um, I, at this moment, I don't agree. Um, due to the fact that it's like, it's just not, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I just don't think it makes any sense. Why, when they said, oh, well, a third of the jumps were fouls in world championships, I'm like, well, let's do a deeper dive than it being the board. Do you think the marker was pulled out correctly? Do you think that, oh, maybe the track is a little fast? Maybe the board is a little scary and people are afraid. So we're trying to do something. No, 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 no. I don't agree with it. And I think they're a little ahead of themselves. <laughs> for the clarification for everybody else, there there is fouls. <laughs> I can I can speak on that. I'm like, there, there's definitely fouls that are what is it? like the board is got, gonna be. I don't know what the board size is or the zone, but if you're not in the zone, then it's a foul. So every jump does not count. So it's still a board area. So you take off from the back of the board. That's measured. I just, it doesn't. <laughs> Uh, for those of you in the audio, Tara is trying to um, rationale this. <laughs> and I don't, I, I tried yesterday and I gave up. I literally swiped up on Instagram and I cleared that. <laughs> I listened to everyone's videos. I'm like, yep, that's literally right. It's cleared. <laughs> and I just don't understand why. And I know you're part of World Athletics. But why aren't they asking us? Why aren't they asking 
world champions and Olympic champions in the event, hey, is this a smart idea? Because I guarantee it, if they do ask us, we're going to tell them, hell no. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. Like, it's just, can you at least put us on TV? Like, you have the 3,000 going on every time Long Jump goes. At least put us on TV before. Or maybe let's not put it. screen. Maybe even a split screen. So if you want to watch every single lap of that, I don't know. Some uh, people like to watch every lap, I guess. <laughs> the coaches. <laughs> if that. If the coaches. <laughs> do they really want to watch every single lap? No, but I mean, <laughs> I I don't see how it's going to grow the sport at all. I think it's actually going to hurt the sport more than it's going to grow anything. Um, just because it doesn't have like a, f uh, I guess you say it's a final winner, but it's not really a final winner if you're jump jumping behind the board. Like that's not where you're supposed to jump. You're supposed mm. to jump right there. That means your transition or your approach is wrong. So it's like who's going to be the best that day off that board and like not in a takeoff zone. <laughs> If you could innovate to fix the long jump, I don't even know if fix is the right word. <laughs> what would you innovate it with? Probably the sand. I would have, mm. I would probably either, like everyone has to have the standards, this standard sand because each sand is different. Like each pit is different. And it's like, you're you are probably getting centimeters taken off from your landing than you are going to be fucking oh than you are going to be from your takeoff like I don't know and I'm probably not the best person to ask because I get like my issue is my landing and this like the spray mm -hmm. or how deep you go into the sand or yeah. Like, and also, I would also um, change the officials and make sure everyone, as an official, is universally correct on where they put the marker into the pit or into your. So you will fix the officiating and the sand. And I actually like that idea because going to different pits with different types of sand. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I got a concussion. I got a concussion from landing because the pit was not turned over and the sand was too hard and compact that when I landed, I just landed and I got whiplash and I literally got like, went like this and I got a concussion. Oh my gosh. Okay. That I'm not the only one with a sad story. I'm like the way my tailbone is still hurt from <laughs> about 10 years ago, landing in a not turned over pit. <laughs> it, it, you can't, you cannot not turn over and water a pit. It's like, if you're like, oh, it looks like it hurts. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it does hurt. But other sometimes times, if it it's right, it's like seamless and like it's buttered. You, you should be able to like glide when you when you are landing through the pit, not like it's stuck like <laughs> your shot put. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not a freaking iron ball. Like I'm able to glide through. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> Different stroke for different folks. Uh, I mean, agree. I would rather 
never mind that was about to be a very inappropriate joke um <laughs> so now i want to get into some of the more fun questions oh, if boy. you could give yourself a little speech your past self what would it be Ooh. um i would say i mean i i have always had fun in my sport but i would tell my younger self don't let someone take that away mm. I feel like these coaches nowadays are only focused on themselves and not on their athletes. And it's easy to strip away an athlete's happiness and through their sport. And I would just say, like, don't, don't take those words to heart. I, especially, I know it's coming from someone that you respect and someone that's supposed to be everything to you because they're your coach. But like, if you don't feel that, then don't let yourself feel that. Don't yeah. listen. And I, um, yeah. I like that. That's that's a really good one. And especially for if any young athletes are listening, mm -hmm. especially going into a collegiate system, mm -hmm. I would take that advice. Yeah. the These coaches nowadays, I think it's, it might just be the generation of coaches and how they were coached. Um, I think they're, a I, I do think they're hard. I think they're too hard on these athletes because these athletes are dealing with so much. It's school, it's friends, it's relationships, it's social media. It's just getting up every day and, you know, turning 20, turning 21 where your body changes and mm -hmm. all of these things. I think coaches honestly need to shush their mouth and just do their job and make sure the athlete is happy and the athlete can perform if the athlete can't perform then obviously something is wrong and it's yeah. not just because the it's the coach's fault but it could be the athlete's well-being mm. and like i don't know i feel like these kids are kind of forcing themselves into situations that they just should not be in and i think the coaches are also putting the athletes in dangerous situations um where that be running them too hard or yelling them yelling at them too yeah. hard. And like, not every athlete should be coached the same at all like if you have jemmy over here who can take you screaming at him to push harder push harder but you have chelsea who has probably trauma from being screamed at that you mm -hmm. need to go to go you can't coach those guys the same exactly it's not, it's not it 110 percent. i love that i will gladly take that advice because that is it's so true you have different athletes and sometimes you could beat them up beat go ahead and beat them up it motivates them but sometimes beating up an athlete is not their motivation and it's just gonna make them plummet even more than where they're at and, and now you got yeah. mental problems yeah and i think it's like just use your words wisely mm -hmm. you have coaches don't realize how much their word means like your voice matters to these kids those words that you say i know i know you mean mean it as a joke or oh i'm just trying to motivate this person no that was rude what you said mm -hmm. was rude mm -hmm. come back and just like 
Tell them, good job. What did you feel wrong? Let's fix A and B. Or, I think you can go harder. Not, oh, you're trash. You don't deserve to be here. Are you kidding me? Yes, the hell I do. I deserve anywhere I walk. Mm. Like, I, you deserve to be anywhere. And it doesn't matter where it is, who you are, what you do. You deserve to be in the moment that you're in. And don't let anyone take that from you. That is just, like, not okay. Beautifully said. Y'all, that was the words of Tara. So make sure y'all take that one in. Now, if we were going into a zombie apocalypse and you could take three people from your training group, who would you take? Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Obviously, I take my husband because he has the biggest protector of me. He's going to protect me. I'm going to take... Oh my gosh. I'm going to take Laquan, Naren, and Sandy because Sandy is, you know, girl and girl. You go, we mm-hmm. got it. We're going to come through and we're going to make sure we're like straight. But the boys, Laquan, he's tall, he's strong, he's fast, he's powerful. Hunter, he's strong, he's fast, and powerful. <laughs> you guys got it. I'm going to stay back here. <laughs> Fight them off with whatever flamethrower guns y'all got. We got canned beans over here. <laughs> we got canned beans. Don't worry. We'll feed you guys. <laughs> and Sammy, she can pull vault over a fence to make, like, you know, get over that fence, girl. Perfect. So now you guys can have a little getaway. She can get away from them and help you guys out mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be the bait. Oh my gosh. All right. My final question. We got Olympic trials coming up. Everybody loves to watch trials. What two events are you excited to watch? Besides, okay. No, the women's <laughs> 400. The women's 400. Because that is going to be dirty this year. And... Whatever Noah Lyles races in, either the 100 or the 200. Mm. I'm excited to see him open up that stride. After watching his 60 indoors, oh my God. <laughs> why do you turn over so quickly, buddy? Like, why is your top end speed that quick? That's terrifying. How do you get from point A, B, and then C? How did you get there so fast? Because my in a 60... My knees could never. My feet. (laughs) What? You think he'll break the world record this year in the two? Probably. Probably. (laughs) From the looks of it, probably. And if if he breaks it, he's going to smash it. Agreed. It's not going to be by point one. It's going to be by fucking like a margin so i'm like he he's starting to figure his start out and once (laughs) that man has a good start it's over with even in the 100 oh my god he has a good start in the 100 it's over with so i would say honestly whatever noah lyles is in and i think the christian coleman and fred curley and you know i think 
And I'm going to say Brumel. I'm not going to leave him out because he's still, he just, he's coming off an injury, but I know the way his mind is, he's going to come back stronger from this. Absolutely. So you never want to count him out. I, I'm excited. It's going to get messy. I can't wait for the words to be thrown out. <laughs> I love that they're bringing that back. I'm like, yes, bring in all the spice. Please. Bring it back. Please. I tried doing that, but it is what it is. You you attempted. It's okay. At least you tried. Yeah, yeah. We gotta find somebody that'll that'll at least play along with it. I'm like, put on a show. It don't gotta be serious. I don't gotta be serious like that. I just said some stuff. Someone's like Oh, I thought you were a gangster. And I'm like, guys. <laughs> like, are you serious right now? <laughs> Do you know who I am? No, 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 no. Gangster, though, for real? <laughs> I'm a gangster, okay? <laughs> you don't see how gangster I am? Oh my gosh, Tara! Thank you for joining me. This was long overdue. I'm glad that we finally got you back on a podcast. Hello. Just know we're gonna have to do it again. Yes, later in the year. Absolutely. After after in person. time, in person, in person, in person. So I'm gonna be waiting on you, and I can't wait to do this all over again. I can't wait to see you shine bright like a diamond in Glasgow, and then open up outdoors. Shine bright like a Rihanna yeah, diamond because I was about to cuss, so I just had to hold that in. <laughs> and then for those of you that are tuning in, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share out of the blocks. You can listen to it on all platforms where you can listen to pet um to podcast. Um, I think we're gonna be starting going on YouTube. So if y'all want to go check us out on YouTube, make sure y'all go check us out on YouTube because I do be trying to look somewhat decent for you guys and presentable because I could be looking like a little crackhead. Okay. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're going to be like, uh, we're going to bleep that out. <laughs> but all right, you guys, thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next episode of Out of the Blocks. Peace, love, happiness, have fun. And just remember, these are the moments. Period.